Just look, the the look on your face when I go to bed tonight and have a completely normal evening of sleep, undisturbed, knock on wood, poo on you. I'm going to be even more shocked if you have a great night's sleep. I just would never wish that on you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I'll ever have... A good night's sleep again for the rest of my life. Now that you're a father. <laughs> now that I'm a father. Welcome to a new edition of We Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, the game show where one of us is quizzed on a movie they have not seen. I'm your father, Ethan, and this is your other father, Wesley. Now, uh, how would the- that work? Ay, <laughs> <laughs> caramba. I'm watching too much Simpsons, I think. The current score... Well, actually, me talking about The Simpsons is going to be very relevant to this episode of our show. I suppose. How much more uh, could we bring up from Simpsons? <laughs> Besides not just much. mentioning that they've riffed off this. I mean, they do it so many times. Uh, the current score is... Me, Ethan, with a total of 8.16 out of a predicted 51.5, and Wesley, 18.5 out of a predicted 62. Last week, he quizzed me on the movie Citizen Kane. I've since watched it, and at the end of this episode, I will quiz him on Rashomon. God, I hope I finished that quiz. A lot has gone in my on in my life since I made that, and I haven't double-checked. Now's the time. Do I sound like that uh, that TikTok of that guy where he goes, Hey, everybody, it's my birthday, and that means I'm going <laughs> to introduce you to my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I wonder how I want everyone to know that if you can't picture Ethan, he's that guy. He I am that guy. That guy. <laughs> There's a picture of my face in the thumbnail of this episode. I'm the one that looks like that guy. <laughs> Let's talk about Citizen Kane. Let's talk about it. I've I have a lot of I have a lot of thinkies. Alright. Uh I'm gonna do the best I can to just, you know plod along and just try and hold up uh, your ability to share any thoughts or feelings about this movie. I don't have many, but I do have dinner in the toaster oven. (laughs) And I'll tell you what's a higher priority. So, it looks like I will be scoring this quiz. (laughs) As we go. It's the new norm. Norm. Um, I won't get it to 
why haven't you seen it? What do you know about it? You said it was it's overhyped. Uh you've known the spoiler about Rosebud. Um and the butler knows what it is. They're making a uh biography about him. Eh. Full point. I'm giving you a half a point. There, the overall premise is Rosebud's the last word that he says. No one knows what it means. There's a reporter who's doing a kind of a tell-all about his life mm-hmm. as an article, and they're Nothing. trying to figure out what Rosebud means if it means anything at all. Mm. It's uh, a lady. <laughs> You'd be surprised the things you remember. A curvy lady. <laughs> a curvy lady. A curvy lady. No one's ever heard of a lady Kirby. Kirby's just a young boy. I've always pictured that he's not just a pink blob, he's a Caucasian. A pink blob. <laughs> <laughs> Fleshy boy. (laughs) From the Midwestern United States. Indianapolis. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Loves a good race car. His father voted for Mike Pence's for governor. (laughs) Mm -hmm. His dad lets him drink beer. As long as he's around, it's okay. Uh, You said Rosebud is a sled uh, from his childhood. That he had to cast off. Eh, I'll give you the point. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the point. It's representative of his happier life. The last time that he felt truly happy. Where there was a true fork in the road of his life. Mm -hmm. Which uh, is in The Simpsons, except instead of a sled, it's Mr. Burns' teddy bear named Bobo. Yes. But Mr. Burns gets to keep Bobo, and I think that's a little fucked up. What is the first major industry that Charles Foster Kane gets involved in? You said he'd be an oil man. He is offered oil, I think. But he invests in it. He does invest in oil, but he's a newspaper man. Yes. Uh, You said... That he would have a dozen or five marriages. It's just two. (laughs) It's just two. And why did Cain build an opera house? He said it just felt right. Not really. (laughs) Um, It's slightly more nuanced than that, but I think when you boil it all down, (laughs) it's a... It comes down to... It's one of the most nuanced parts in the plot, but if you boil it down, it just felt right. (laughs) I was trying to figure this out, uh, what exactly he wanted from his relationship with, what's her name? I don't remember any characters' names. You have them written down, don't you? Only the ones that, I only have written down men. (laughs) Cool. No, No, Susan is Kane's second wife. Susan, yeah, Susan... (laughs) His intentions with Susan, 
I think about that. That's what I think about the most after this movie. Obviously, none of none of his relationship with Susan was for her benefit. No, but, um, and initially, like the only saving grace of their relationship was that she didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. He was a blank slate. Um, the first time he truly felt like he could start over, mm-hmm. and, and be he chose vulnerable to be... and open up. But once she entered his very public life then it became all about image and ego yeah so like was was the opera house him trying to show her what it's like to have everything you want and bring her into his misery was it him trying to prove a point and be like the only the woman that i with would be amazing at anything she puts her mind to and then failing at that i think it's she expressed that she always had the dream of becoming an opera singer and he saw that and said oh i can make that happen i think it started off as a from a place of love but because Mm. Cain is who he is he gave that like 10,000% more than (laughs) it actually required Mm. Um, no self-reflection required for me here (laughs) I I don't have that problem (laughs) like I think it probably would have just been fine if she just did like community theater or uh he even just got her a music like tutor like a singing instructor we've said it on this show before a lot of problems could be solved if people just did community theater sure yeah (laughs) but then it became like well it turns out you're not a good singer but you're gonna get that dream of being an opera singer a professional opera singer so i'm gonna build you an opera house that will actually show you and i will make you the problem is clearly what you have <laughs> not your current skill set yes <laughs> uh, let's do a quick sync three two one cool That's what you get, baby. <laughs> All right, multiple choice. What is Kane's final residence referred to as? You said Xanadu. That is correct. Thanks, Abba. What kind of relationship does Kane have with Thatcher, his trust guardian? You said practically father and son. <laughs> they never speak? No, they do speak. Which one's Thatcher? Thatcher's so, tha- okay. the one who takes him away from okay. his home Got- and then yeah. also gets him started off. And it's incredibly toxic. <laughs> yeah, it's toxic. It's adversarial. Um, It's not, it's not good. <laughs> I thought that Thatcher was the, the other old man that he was hanging out with all the time. 
Oh, the original newspaper editor at the beginning? Yeah, that guy, I think. <laughs> Do they have a relationship? No. He just bulldozes over him. There's the guy before they interview Leland. There's the other guy that they talk to. Oh, the financial consultant? Yeah, the financial consultant. I thought that oh. was Thatcher. No. He's just, just I didn't know his he name. He was a younger man at one point, too. Um, who does can if you didn't know how like aging works? I was an older man once. Who does Cain marry in his first marriage? You said his childhood best friend. What was she? She was like the president's niece or some shit? Yep. Uh and they and had then... such a loving marriage. It's a shame things didn't work out. Every morning they would uh, refuse to talk to each other. (laughs) Uh, You said for the extra credit, why does this marriage end? You said things change, man. I'm not going to give you any points. (laughs) You can't can't give me any points for that. Mostly because things, frankly, they don't change. They've always stayed the same and that's the problem. Well, eventually what ends the marriage is the fact that he starts cheating on her. So that is a change. <laughs> that is a that's a he was always cheating on her emotionally. No, I like to think during the, all that time we never saw him cheat <laughs> except for that one time. Wes, let's you and I unpack the concept of emotional cheating right now in this episode. It's when you put the penis <laughs> into any hole. <laughs> into a hole. <laughs> You cheated on me with a tree. <laughs> Emotionally. <laughs> Which is not one of the principles Kane sets for his newspaper. You said all of these are in his declaration of principles. I'm pretty sure. That's not possible because you gave me three options and he does only have two yes. things. Which are, I believe, the first two I listed. To tell the people of New York City the honest news and to fight for their rights as citizens and human beings. That Yeah, that sounds correct. What ruins Kane's friendship with Jedediah Leland? Good old Jed. You said it was a disagreement on U.S. involvement in World War I. Uh, no, it's, uh, it's his wife or whatever. Yeah, it's, he it's writes the, a, he... a bad review. Well, he starts writing a bad review and Kane finishes it. Mm-hmm. just so he can cut him out of his life. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought that that was Kane venting through a pseudonym, essentially. I think Which that's a part of was. it, too. <laughs> I think something can be layered. Something can, One thing can be two things. Now, hear me out. We don't have to talk about this in like any great detail. I think that Leland and Kane's relationship is slightly queer-coded. We don't have to unpack that. I just think that you could do a reading that way. No, I read your letterbox review. I'm, I picked up on it too. Okay. I'm, and again, I'm certain somewhere, someone smarter than me has already written that paper. Yeah. True or false? Now, you said it was false that Kane never shows an interest in running for office. Uh. I said false. Yep. Uh, No, it's very true. He runs for governor. Yep. So it's true that it's false. 
He said it was true that Kane is responsible for starting at least one war. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Yes, First of all, it's I, true. I, I, it's true. He started the Spanish-American, not the Spanish-American War. Yeah, Spanish-American Yes, yes the Spanish-American War? Okay, yeah. Just like It's so weird. Did. It feels so offhand that that happened, but I know that this is based on Hearst. So, yeah. Uh, A reporter discovers that Kane has a secret sister. So you have a sister. Sister. Uh, No, that's false. A a secret lover. Susan Kane's second wife believes all Kane ever wanted was for people to love him. You said false. No, that's true. Uh, Kane did not have a close relationship with his parents. You said true. That is true. Yes. His parents almost seemed to hate him. Well, his mom seems... I don't know. I they, think there's a lot to unpack there. There's so much to unpack with his parents' relationship. They were divorced, right? Like that... Yeah. Okay. That's canon. <laughs> when are we going to get a sequel? <laughs> <laughs> Kane's newspaper is called the New York City Daily Report, and I don't remember the answer to this one. You said false. I don't. I don't. It's the Inquirer. Yes, the New York Daily Inquirer. It's called Breitbart? All right. So... Now we're going to talk about that screen grab. Ethan, you want to describe what was happening in that scene? Uh, yeah, so that is the... <sighs> the opera performance where Susan was bombing the whole time and most people were falling asleep. Uh, he decided to... I don't remember why people were clapping the first time, but he gives a standing ovation. Because he thinks that people aren't clapping loud enough. Mm-hmm. Again, a lot to unpack with this whole opera <laughs> part. Yeah. Um, it's all a reflection on him. So <laughs> the fact that it wasn't getting enough applause. I mean, before this, we saw people like dozing off or full on mm-hmm. asleep. So he's trying to it's this is right before he goes off into xanadu and just builds his own reality Mm -hmm. of his greatness it's the last time you see him in real life yeah so things went well uh you said this was charles f kane uh he was sitting in his opera house uh, someone he hates is being honored, possibly himself, but you didn't know <laughs> how that would work with him being in the balcony. And you also said this takes place towards the end. That's smack dab in the middle. Is it? Uh, feels like it's pretty close to the middle. This is around where I... Switch to watching this on my television. Don't oh, don't so, unpack yeah, that. <laughs> don't unpack that. The the middle. 
And I know that I switched to watching this on my TV around the middle. All right. Well, one less point for you. Uh- <laughs> if you're curious, yes, I was doing bedbug stuff. All right. So bonus questions. Who is the first person to sit down and talk to the reporter about Kane? That is Susan. The first person to actually talk, sit down and talk. Oh, uh, Thatcher? Nope. Mr. Bernstein. He's the one that you were thinking of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Burns. Why is the trust Kane's mom, why is the trust Kane's mom puts him in so profitable? A, it includes a gold mine. B, Thatcher invests it wisely. C, it's all inheritance. Or D, it's never revealed. I think it's a mine. Is it a mine? It is. Yeah. True or false, Susan inherits a vast amount of wealth from Cain at the end of the movie. False. I don't think that's true. Yes. All of his stuff is getting destroyed. <laughs> and of course, as Ethan has demonstrated, wealth is only intangible objects. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I would say that's the that's the entire reason for the movie to say that. Wealth can't be stored in a bank. It's a chair. It's a wall. <laughs> It's 6,000 boxes. All right, before I reveal the final score, Ethan, would you rewatch this movie? Um, it's, no, I don't think so. Like, I, 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 I wrote most of how I feel about this movie in my Letterboxd review. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's a movie that holds that 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 holds my attention in the year 2022. At the time, oh of course, it's it's one of the most amazing pieces of cinema performances aside, those were just kind of fine. Um but now I'd rather watch other stuff. Yeah, um I think the story isn't as boring as I remember. I watched the last time I watched this was I think my last summer before college. And I barely paid attention, but uh I kind of like these tragic hero stories. Mm-hmm. I think I've been kind of conditioned to like them being a theater major. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's, I, everyone knows this movie is technically important, <laughs> but it's, it's just not, yeah, I don't need to watch this movie again. <laughs> like, if everything... you really like this movie, just watch, I feel like, there will be blood. There will be blood. Does this 
movie the same kind of tragic hero well and i think more grippingly i know ethan doesn't like that movie as much but hell you know uh, you know parasite kind of does this from both sides the theme i don't know it. if it does because it doesn't do so much of a character analysis it doesn't it doesn't it's more the thematic analysis not the character analysis aspect um everything there is to say about this movie has been said I have just now seen it and can understand what people are talking about. I have nothing new to contribute (laughs) to the discourse or conversation around the Orson Welles film Citizen Kane. But tell me how you really feel. (laughs) It's the most movie that's ever been. It is considerably fine. He's just reading his uh, letterbox review at this point. Uh, None of that was in my letterbox review. It's it's I fine. I'll do your letterbox review. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, folks. This movie's fine. Um, it's fine. <laughs> Mighty it's fine. Fine. Mighty fine. Uh, does the black and white make this movie boring? Yes. I would say no. <laughs> Agree to disagree. No, the black and white in this movie doesn't make it boring. They use I, shadows in a really cool way. I think the coolest set piece in the whole thing is when he goes into the archives to read uh, Thatcher's uh, memoir. Mm. And there's those big windows and they cast this like harsh light down but the rest of the room's like in shadow i don't know Mm. that scene always just like whenever i think about this movie i just think about that scene even though it's not like a tech like a very important scene i don't know there's just something about the lighting of that yeah scene now um i thought that the the last like three major shots of this movie are very good as well um, and showing how vast his fortune is by just letting it extend into darkness is really striking. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the sled in the fire looks very good. And they only had to burn three sleds to do it, which is impressive. Uh, Ethan, I'm realizing you never put in my score for the apartment. <laughs> Suck my dick. How about that? Uh, oh, wait. Hold on. That should be... I put your score for the apartment. Oh, wait. Never mind. No, it's because we switched Doctor Strangelove and Citizen Kane. That's why. Okay. telling me i'm wrong okay so ethan you received a score of 9.5 which is tied for my score for the apartment and makes this a 9.1 repeating game (laughs) (laughs) it's a close one it's an ankle biter 
Um, we'll be so back. we are. Yeah, we'll be right back after this short break. Well, uh, let me get this done as soon as possible. <laughs> well, I just want to hang too. You want to play a little Civ Six before we get? <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> Uh, Wesley, we're talking Rashomon, uh, just so that we no, could start we're talking, talking about, about life. A, we're talking about life. We're talking about Rashomon specifically. Um, why haven't you seen this movie and what happens in it? Haven't seen this movie because, um, I get it confused with, I think it's Seventh Samurai. Is that the mm-hmm. one that I get it confused with? Probably a racist. Uh, the, okay, for everyone's <laughs> context to know that I'm just ribbing Wesley. These are they're both movies directed by Akira Kurosawa that star <laughs> Toshiro Mifune. <laughs> See, I didn't even know that. I could have. I was ready to just say, "Oh, you're probably right." I'm probably making assumptions. Probably listening to only two black and white <laughs> Japanese movies I know. Um. Besides Lost in Translation. <laughs> <laughs> the three Japanese movies he knows. Uh, what do I know about this movie? I think it... I don't believe it's long. We haven't ever guessed the length of the movie. We should probably... That's true. Add. We should start guessing the, uh, the minute count. <laughs> um... I think Seven Samurai, I think it's the really long one. I think this one's going to be at a reasonable, like, hour 30, maybe a little less. Um, I'm just going to say this is also about samurais. <laughs> um, it is in Japanese. <laughs> I don't know anything else. Can I start? Can I start getting points for guessing that a movie is in English? <laughs> no. I think I I think because I should. English is standard. <laughs> Everyone speaks it. Um Yeah, so I guess one thing that I have to ask you is this movie is pretty notable for one big thing in its storytelling. Do you have any idea what I'm alluding to? Um, it's a narrative structure. Hero's journey. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Hero's journey or uh, it's the only. It's the first movie to have only one musical number. <laughs> okay. Uh, so just because a lot of my questions were predicated on you knowing at least that one piece of information, I'm going to have to give it to you now. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> it's that there are a few different stories all about the same event, and they're told from they different don't, perspectives. They're told from different perspectives, but incredibly contradictory. It's like that uh, movie Crash. Yeah. Some other people may uh, call this literary device 
the Rashomon effect. Oh, yeah. I call I've it the crash that. effect. <laughs> the crashomon. Uh, Wesley, I, I'd like you uh, to guess what cause of death is still consistent across the various stories that are told. Crazy samurai. <laughs> Even cray cray. This guy died because of crazy samurai. Yeah. I'm ca- 10.30 p.m. crazy samurai. Calling it. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, open-ended question number two. What do we see the guy being told all of these stories doing when the movie cuts back to him? Um, Tearing his hair out. He can't make one lick of this thing. Or he's writing it down in a police report. Or he's just shaking his head and laughing. He's like, this is nuts. None of this makes sense. Okay. Of course, in Japanese. (laughs) Another point. You want to give that a shot? (laughs) You want to guess what that is in Japanese? Uh, Next question. Um, what nugget of truth can be gained by the Venn diagram over all of the stories? What nugget of truth? Yeah. So while all these stories may be different, what's one nugget of truth that may come out of all of them? Three guesses, okay? Yeah, you can have three guesses. Crazy Samurai. Maybe varying on how crazy he is, but on the low end, crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Minimum crazy samurai. <laughs> it was a beautiful day. Okay. And a Steve was there. Okay. Moving on to multiple choice. Which of the people listed here is not one of the characters who delivers a version of the story that we hear? A, a bandit, who you may also call a crazy samurai. (laughs) So crazy. (laughs) B, a wandering musician. C, the murdered samurai's wife. Or D, the murdered samurai via a spirit medium. So what was the question? Which one does not deliver a version of the story? So we will hear three of these people tell it, and one of them will not tell it or does fully not exist. Crazy samurai. He's just, he he can't even speak clearly. It's gibberish. Okay. Question number two. Tasmanian devil (laughs) style. Question number two, why does Tajomaru, the crazy samurai, (laughs) claim to have fallen in love with the non-crazy samurai's wife? A, she was fierce. B, she was docile. C, she had a husband. Or D, she was there. (laughs) I'm going to say B, docile. Just evens them out. Keeps him grounded. <laughs> His head's in the sky. His head's in the stratosphere, let me tell you. 
He'll be babbling, but there will be <laughs> subtitles underneath his craziness that say, you complete me. You're the missing beat of my crazy puzzle. You are docile. <laughs> you are docile, and I am crazy. Truly cray-cray. <laughs> now, there may be another crazy person in this movie, uh, which is why I designed this question as such. Which of these Connor O'Malley-like behaviors <laughs> does the spirit medium often perform? A. Speaking exclusively in a raspy yell. B. Beating their chest to regain their composure. <laughs> C. Spinning around on the ground in between sentences. Or D. Moaning in pain. <laughs> Uh, gotta say A. Okay. The screaming and uh, <laughs> raspy voice. Exclusively in that voice. Yes. Okay. I need uh, a multiple- win! <laughs> <laughs> multiple choice question number four. How many characters in this movie have absolutely batshit insane laughs? A, none. I'm just making this up for fun. <laughs> B, just one. C, two. Or D, five, which is most of the characters in the movie. I'll go with five. I think Every, even Docile Lady will have <laughs> just a nuts laugh. You know, Samurai rubs off on you. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the final multiple choice question... What does Tajamaru, the crazy samurai, say was notable about his fight with the not-crazy samurai? Mm-hmm. A, they crossed blades 23 times. <laughs> the rest of them are just different numbers of crossing blades. <laughs> <laughs> 22, 24, <laughs> 24. <or> 1. <laughs> um, so A, they crossed blades 23 times. B, the non-crazy samurai died like a punk. C, he was the first person not to beg for his life. Or D, it was the first time the crazy samurai thought he might lose. Mm, I'll say D. He's like, wow, no one's ever been able to keep their composure around me. Usually my crazy rubs off on them. They're just so taken aback that I just stab him in the throat. <laughs> Moving on to true or false. Number one, Rashomon is the name of the non-crazy samurai. Uh, false. No. Okay. We should change true or false to yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You said yes. Um, yes or no, number two. Every individual telling the story admits to personally killing the non-crazy samurai. I hate that you've made me add non-crazy in front of the only samurai present in this movie. <laughs> like, He's not the non-crazy samurai. He's the only samurai. <laughs> well, I would get confused, so I appreciate it. <laughs> and it's nice to know that I'm right. Because <laughs> um, I picture so yes, sir. in your quiz that you wrote, 
crazy before every Saturday. Yes. Um, what was it again? <laughs> True or false? Every individual telling the story admits to personally killing the non-crazy samurai. Sure, yeah. I'll, I'll say yes. Um, kind of like... There was a... I can't remember who it was. I'm pretty sure it was a documentary. Maybe it was a there Disney was... Channel original <laughs> movie. One of the two. There was this town. I forget where in the U.S. Where It's somewhere in the Midwest. Indianapolis. There was this crazy shitty guy who was just absolutely terrible and you might call him a samurai (laughs) crazy (laughs) and he would just terrorize the town and he kept getting away with it because even the cops were afraid of him and it was so small they only had like two cops Mm -hmm. and eventually um he he must have i think he like either killed someone or assaulted someone and the whole town gathered together and killed this guy and then when state authorities came to investigate and the fbi came everyone said don't know a thing about it (laughs) jesus what a wild story that should honestly be made into a movie yeah crazy samurai uh (laughs) I think this movie should be renamed Crazy Samurai. <laughs> uh, true or false, the only time we hear... Let me rephrase this. <laughs> we will hear the murdered samurai speak in these flashbacks. Is he the crazy or not? <laughs> The non-crazy samurai is the one who is murdered. (laughs) Do we ever hear him speak in the flashbacks? Yes, the non-crazy samurai will speak. um, But it'll probably change every single time. Okay. True or false, the sword fight described at the beginning and end of the movie are completely different. Yeah, true. You've unlocked Itchy Ethan's bonus question. It's the only time you ever will, because I'm not itchy any other time. In what way are these sword fights completely different? In Uh, what ways, I suppose? In one sword fight, um, he used his special skill ability and <laughs> now you say he sword the crazy okay. samurai <laughs> used his flame sword ability which he only unlocked after a certain amount of xp <laughs> mm-hmm. and in the other version um non-crazy samurai does uh what's it called where a samurai commits suicide with a little samurai sword. <laughs> so that's su- seppuku. Yes, yeah, seppuku. Mimiku. <laughs> no, you can't, you can't just put two Japanese-sounding words together <laughs> like that, Wesley. You can't do that. 
how much have I insulted Japanese movie culture? <laughs> I've heard worse. I've heard better. I've heard worse. Uh, and then true or false, by the end of the movie, the priest's faith in humanity is restored. Uh, I haven't talked about a priest a single time in this quiz until now. Is that supposed to be a hint? No, that's just me <laughs> noticing a thing that I did. Oh, um, fully asleep. Let me take my time with this. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna say you so false. Much. <laughs> okay. Oh no, true. Don't. True. I'm. You're, I'm taking your first answer and nothing else. Why am right, I being go... punished for you having fun? <laughs> I don't get to have any fun. You get to have all the fun, and I'm <laughs> the one who gets all the pain. <laughs> Why do they inject poison? Why do they do that? Huh? Huh? I sent you the screenshot. Can you tell me what's going on here? All right. I uh, can't tell if the screen is blue or the scene is blue. It is a black and white movie. Okay. Seeing two people watching another person fall. Um, there's a wall. They appear to be in some structure. A courtyard. Maybe a garden. I don't know. Uh, okay, I'm guessing this guy is doing the... What do you call it? Seppuku. Seppuku. This is the non-crazy samurai. Uh, the two people watching are just like... You know, kind of like in westerns where people have a shootout. People are always watching you know no one goes and hides in. in the building they're <laughs> they're always as close as possible to the shooting that's a good comparison <laughs> looks like a beautiful day this is during the second recounting of what happened i was wondering if you would finally <laughs> do something like that but Towards the end of the movie. No. <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and give this to you as well. This is one of the four people that I mentioned before who could be telling the story. Uh, front and center. Uh, is this the crazy samurai? Is this the wandering musician? Is this the samurai's wife? Or is this the samurai via a spirit medium? Samurai's wife. Okay. Okay. Cool. Then that is all of my questions for Rashomon. Um, I need to get out of here, so let me find the script. I could say uh, it. Okay. You've been listening to the entertaining, wonderful game I show. We ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> The Let me current out. score is Let me out. 18, uh, 17.66. And Wesley 
is 18.5. That means I'm in the lead. You can find this week's movie on HBO, HBO Max. Max. Follow us on Twitter at We Ain't Seen It. On Twitter, you can follow Ethan at A Powerful Goose. At Powerful Goose. You can follow him on Letterboxd at E Geese. And Wesley at Baby Wesley. And remember, you can always murder the craziest samurai. And the police won't care if everyone bands together and decides to remain <laughs> silent. Bye. Bye.